Hello there, my silly little gooses. Welcome back to another edition of the Midweek Breakdown presented by My Two Cents Podcast, hosted by G2. For the people that are unaware of what the Midweek Breakdown consists of, it consists of me talking to you guys for 10 to 15 minutes about any and everything. It could be uh, political topics, it could be entertainment topics, it could be stuff that I just want to talk about. Um, and sometimes it could be a specific topic. Today's not one of those episodes. Today I have just multiple topics that I just want to talk about quickly before I get you guys out of here for well, with the song of the week. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is Monday. It was announced that King Charles III has cancer. Um, it was discussed how he was diagnosed while being treated separately for an enlarged uh, prostate. A world source told CNN that the form of cancer detected was not prostate cancer, but did not specify further. So we now know that King Charles III has uh, cancer, and it was photographed that Harry, or shall I say Prince Harry, has flown back to the UK to see his father. Uh, media reports would uh, say that, and they would see him like be in the back of a SUV as it's going into the King's uh, residence. So Prince Harry is there, so that tells you what you need to know right there. Um, do not... I'll say this. If there's any trouble with family... You always know family's going to come around. I know that in, what, 2021, there was the whole thing with Harry and Meghan leaving uh, the UK to go over to America. Harry denouncing his royal duties and all that type of stuff because of the way that his wife was treated. And you got all the uh, British media just basically uh, bashing Meghan and all that type of garbage. And in the process, they bash Harry as well. That all kind of played a part in Harry's decision to move away from the UK, move away from uh, his duties and just wanted to focus on his wife and his child, well, child that was going to be born at the time. And for him to move away, for him to step away, I think it caused a little bit of rift between him and the family. But whenever something drastic happens in a family, and I think everybody can attest to this, family will try to roll up and at least be there. At least if you have a close Nick family like certain people do, um, with Harry coming back to the UK and seeing his father, that's a great start. I hope that uh, King Charles can at least recoup from whatever cancer he does got. But I make no, I make no imagination with this. King Charles is what thir- seventy five. I was about to say thirty five. That's a lie. Seventy five. He just got uh, the crown. What? last year or what late 2022 early 2023 he just got the crown do not expect to see king charles along with the crown i've said it before and i've said it uh on the pod i've said it privately with my own family because we'll talk about it from time to time because i've just constantly said he's not going to be there long he's not going to be there on the top uh just everybody in the england media everybody over there in the uk be prepared to see prince uh William take over as the king. Right now, King Charles has to step away because obviously he has to deal with this. So I'm pretty sure Prince William is going to be stepping up to handle his father's duty until his father uh, gets right. If I was just King Charles, I'm not going to lie to you. I'll just want to hand over the crown to my kid right now because if I'm dealing with cancer, dude, that tells you you're 75. Age kind of plays a part in all this type of stuff. So just give the crown up so you at least see your kid become king before you die. 
something that your mother should have done with you so she'd be able to see you as king instead of her dying as queen. Again, that's their public business. Not public, that's their business. But just me as a person, I would think that he wants to give the crown up. I know he wants to be king as much as he can, but you're in a bad state, my guy. You can just hang hang it up. You as king was never going to be the realistic dream. So that's all the information that we do right now have for uh, King Charles. Me personally, I hope that uh, William gets the crown before his father passes away. So at least his father can see him on top. Now on to another parent. We're talking about Jennifer Crumbly here. Jennifer Crumbly, uh, the mother of the son, Ethan Crumbly, who committed uh, murders at the high school in Oxford in Michigan. She has been found guilty of all four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Jennifer Crumbly will be sentenced on April the 9th. They say the jury deliberation lasted 11 hours. Uh, so she's been found guilty. I don't think this was a shocking uh, turn of events for anybody. I think when the evidence came out about how the son asked the parents for help and it kind of got deflected and how during the process of the teacher finding out the kid was looking up ammunition and they called the parents in and the parents had the opportunity to take their kid home and they decided not to. I think that kind of doomed the parents right there because how could you not send or take your kid home with you whenever you see or get a call from the schoolhouse saying, hey, yo, your kid was looking up ammunition. That's kind of a red flag there. You take your kid home, you have a talk with them. You try to figure out what's going on with them. They did none of that. At least that's what was presented. So it kind of led to the son doing what he did at this high school. And I remember when this thing first like came out and I stand on what I said then. The parents, they failed him. Yes, the kid was a monster. Let's not get it twisted. However, if the kid is asking for help and he's pleading for help and you don't give the kid help, you are literally kind of responsible as well for not getting your kid the help that he needed. So Jennifer Crumley, she's been found guilty. The father, he got a case up next, and I'm pretty sure he's going to be found guilty too. So that whole family, at least, as of right now, the mother and the son's guilty. Cool. But the dad, he got a case next. So I can't on top say that he's going to be found guilty. The best case scenario for me is if I'm the father, and I already know that my wife just got <laughs> found guilty. There's no way I'm not going to be found guilty. Try to get a best uh, plea deal that you can and just plead guilty to whatever you can get because this is not going to look good for you. Because as I said, the wife's already been found guilty. Your son, he pled guilty. Dog, just plead guilty and just see what you can get. Again, I still feel um, sorry for the students that lost their lives <laughs> thanks to uh, this tragic event. And... I hope that the parents of the students that lost their lives to this actually sues the school as well. I know during this trial, they had, I believe, the resource officer up there as well. And the defense tried to grill him and ask him, how did he miss the red flags from the student? And I think that kind of goes into the school kind of needs to look into this and the school kind of needs to take a step into this as too. Because if you see a kid looking up ammunition, you need to take them and either get them out of school right then and there, or I'm not even going to say suspension, but some type of discipline needs to happen there because we have too many 
situations going down with school shootings constantly year by year, that if a kid is looking up ammunition and it's not for a school project, which I don't know what a kid will look up ammunition for a school project, but you get my point. You need to pull them aside, take them to the guidance counselor, have the parents get called here and tell them what's going down and have the parents take that kid out of school. There is no, do you want to take him out? No, you take him out of here and actually have a talk with them, all this type of crap, so he can realize what's going down before a school shooting actually does happen. And again, this right here, this Ethan Crumbly and the Crumbly's situation, this should be looked at by all the schools in America and every parent in America needs to look at this as well because guess what? Parents now are going to be held liably and responsible for it if their kid decides to do a school shooting. This is going to be up there now because we already got precedent for this. So parents, if you do have guns in the home and you bought your kid a gun, please make sure your kid's mental state is right because if not, and they go to school and start shooting, best believe you're going to be on trial next. So that's what's going on with Jennifer Crumbly. The father's up next. If I was a dad, I would try to figure out a way how I could plead guilty and get the lowest uh, sentence that I can get. Now, sticking in the court process, I want to talk about Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors, he was supposed to be sentenced because he was found guilty of assault and harassment. However, that did not happen. Jonathan Majors' uh, sentencing has been postponed to April after his attorneys filed a motion to set aside his conviction. So, Jonathan Majors now has to wait until April uh, the district attorney's office was given until March 5th to respond to defense motion to set aside the verdict. So we'll have to wait and see what happens there. Jonathan Major's uh, attorneys are still going to be fighting this. I would too. If those were my attorneys, I don't pay them. Again, I think Jonathan Major's got dealt a bad deal. I think he should have got out of that relationship, but people, people don't want to leave relationships until something drastically happens. And I think once police officers get into your business, gets into your relationship, the way that Jonathan Major's relationship was, I think that was way past the time to uh, exit that relationship. I think that's whenever you start calling your lawyers up, you start getting everything together, start having everything laid out. But again, this is another telltale sign. If you are the next man or next woman up in Hollywood and you're in a relationship that is not benefiting you or that will not benefit your career, please leave. And that's also for people in the regular everyday society too. If someone is clingy or someone did what this woman did after she finds you cheating first one was you should leave before you even uh step out like that that's a big thing Jonathan Majors messed up in but two leave do not try to hang in do not try to do all that type of stuff just leave leave that relationship before it gets uh turmoil and bad like this so Jonathan Majors he has until April the 8th to uh find out and see what his lawyers can do or March 5th, because if the DA's really up for this, they'll probably try to uh, fight this off. So we got to wait either on March 5th or April 8th to see what's going down with Jonathan Majors news. Now, before I get out of here, I want to talk about the Grammys. I did not watch the Grammys, but I'm pretty sure everybody knows where I'm about to go with this. You cannot escape this one clip from the Grammys, and it's from Jay-Z. Jay-Z stuck up for his wife, Beyonce. We want y'all to get it right. We love y'all. We love y'all, we love y'all. We want y'all to get it right, at least get it close to right. And obviously it's subjective. Y'all don't gotta clap at everything. Obviously it's, sub obviously it's subjective because, you know, it's music and it's opinion-based, but, you know, some things, you know. 
I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. The most Grammys, never won album of the year. That doesn't work. You know, some of you, some of you gonna go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you made it robbed. Some of you don't belong in the category. Oh, no, 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 that was it. No, when I get nervous, I tell the truth. Now, as you heard, that was Jay-Z talking about his wife, Beyonce, and that was good for him to do that because whenever you have such a musically inclined and talented wife uh, as a Beyonce and you see her win 32 Grammys but never take home the big Grammy album of the year, that will kind of strike a nerve with anybody, and I'm pretty sure Jay-Z and Beyonce have probably had those conversations inside their homes with their musical uh, friends, with their industry friends, and they probably will try to figure out why is that been the case for Beyonce so for Jay-Z to call out the Grammys at the Grammys while he's winning an award from the Grammys that's kind of great and I hope that kind of changes I hope Beyonce does get an album of the year before her career does end but she's got 32 it's not nothing to sneeze at but never winning album of the year is crazy um another big controversy that came at the Grammys was Nicki Minaj for people that are unaware Nicki Minaj and uh Ice Spice they at first were named the best rap song winners but that quickly uh took a turn because apparently that wasn't the case that was not real that was a mistake by the grammy people or at least the person that posted up the tweet on twitter because that's how ice Spice and nikki found out that they won quote unquote because of twitter but uh the emmy not emmy but the grammy uh board the grammy person who was running it would have to erase that tweet and put the actual winner for that award and it was a killer mike featuring andre 3000 future and erica allen kane for scientists and engineers and <laughs> might i just say Nicki minaj people the barbs they were not happy they were not they weren't pleased because this is a travesty when you think about it for people that are unaware Nicki minaj she has been nominated for the grammys about 12 times she's had 12 nominations but she's never won not one she has not one single grammy and that would get me pissed if i was a person in that arena that does music that got nominated that many times but never won not one i would really have to figure out who in the grammy board doesn't like me what's going down what is the problem something has to be done about that because dude for someone like a Nicki Minaj who was killing the rap game for so many years with her technically being the only woman presence in the rap industry before your Cardi's, your Megan, your all these other uh, female rappers, even Doja Cat came into the business or at least started getting recognized for her to get nominated many times and never take home a Grammy. That would make me pissed off completely. So I can understand Nicki Minaj fan base and Nicki Minaj herself being upset for uh, them just yanking away this opportunity, this small glimpse of hope of you having even just been awarded a Grammy. They just yank it away and say, psych, nope, you didn't win it. That was our mistake. I would be upset. I think her fan base has the right to be upset. I think Nicki Minaj has a right to uh, just go on a crusade against the Grammy board until she's basically done with her career. So, yeah, I didn't watch the Grammys, but those were the, like, two big things that come out of it. 
Also, Killer Mike, he won all three of his uh, nominations that he was in. I'm happy for him as well. But the big thing that came from Killer Mike was he got arrested at uh, <laughs> he got arrested at the Grammys. And he was charged with a misdemeanor and released on uh, zero bail. I'm glad he got that. But that's crazy. I'm glad they allowed him to accept his Grammys before they took him out. But that's nuts. You getting arrested at the Grammys after just winning Grammys? That's nuts. But... I will say, what more hip-hop can it be? I mean, that's hip-hop right there. So, Killer Mike, he keeping hip-hop alive with that, right? Um, but yeah, that was the Grammys. That was your midweek episode right here. Uh, before I get you guys with your song of the week, I do got to do some self-promotion. If you did not listen to my Sunday episode, it's called Didn't Think. It is available to you right now. And also, if you watch Professor Wrestling, I talk about that as well on my Saturday episodes, Wrestling Highlights of the Week. That's available to you as well. And also, NXT, they had their Vengeance Day pay-per-view. If you did not watch it, you can hear me talk about that event. It's available to you as well right now. And I think that's all the self-promotion I have. So, it's time for me to get on with the song of the week. Song of the week is Prince, Breakfast Can Wait. Um, I'm still sticking with R&B until next Sunday. Well, not next Sunday, next Wednesday. Next midweek episode because next Wednesday will be Valentine's Day. Ladies and gentlemen, please get your stuff together because you only got one more week. And then it'd be time to show your loved one how much you really appreciate them. So please get your stuff together. Please get it ready. You don't want to be left out. So again, song of the week for this week, Prince, Breakfast Can Wait. Have a great day, everyone. Breakfast, breakfast. You can't leave a black man in this state. Breakfast 
and wait. No, no. Breakfast, breakfast, and wait. Honey, baby, let me put you on my plate. Yeah.